Hey friends, Pastor Jeff Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning for our 10 Minutes of Morning Calm on Friday as we launch into another beautiful weekend. And, and today I want to start out with this. This is a, a little request as we're going through this, which is this Sunday we're doing a service like we have never done before, which is I'm going in unprepared. And uh, just for those of you who know me know I am fanatic about preparation. So it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a little improvisational. And it comes down to this, this quote that I love is most churches are answering questions people aren't asking. And I think that's really true. So I'll say that again. Most churches are answering questions people are not asking. And so as a church, it's, we always got to be checking ourselves and to make sure that that uh, we're actually offering things that people find relevant in their lives. Because if you're not, what's what's really the point of of church and faith, if it's not there to to help you help you live life a more full and rich rich life versus just bat around ideas. So so what you could do today in the comment section is you can drop a comment about something that you would like spoken of on Sunday, and that will give me a little precursor to start thinking ahead about things. You know, we'll be doing it as part of the service. Literally, we'll be we'll be asking people to text in as part of the service as we often do. But you can go ahead and, and make some comments here today, and that will start to help us to get a little framework for for uh, the kind of questions that we're looking for on Sunday, that we will be looking for on Sunday. So now the transition, Noah. Noah shows up today. Noah shows up, Noah shows up, Noah shows up. And for those of you joining us for the first time, we're looking at the story of Noah and the ark. And the line we're, we're looking at here is, uh, is, is Noah, and here all these people have made, you know, people making bad mistakes, and that's that part of us that can constantly get lost and forgetful and fall asleep to it all and do bad stuff. Right. And then there's this other part of us, this part called Noah. And, and this is what it says about Noah. Noah found favor in Jehovah's eyes. Noah found favor in Jehovah's eyes. Now, what's interesting about that, right? Here's here's this little Noah piece that's going to be able to sail through the flood. Like that's not part of the story yet. But that we know if you know Noah and the ark, that's that's where things are going. So this little Noah piece is a piece that actually knows stuff. That, that actually has a, a grasp of life. And, and it's interesting to think about the question, what life knows. And it's one of the, one of the best parts of my job personally is, is just hearing what people know because people know stuff. I mean, they really do. And, and I find as a pastor, a lot of my work is to offer my thoughts, right? And offer how, what I think God's asking us to, to say and more importantly, do what God's asking us to do. And at the same time, to step back and to realize people know a lot of stuff. They, they just, they just do. And and Swedenborg, in talking about Noah, this is a comment he makes that I think is really beautiful. It's a, it's a place in our lives where daily experience corroborates general principles. Now, that's, that's very sort of academic language. And what does that mean? Well, that simply means that life reinforces what we know. And what what we know gets reinforced by life. So, so it ends up being this, this, this virtuous cycle. Now, we don't want to base all of our truth, quote unquote, on the way life is going. That, that could be dangerous because, you know, 
a lot of us have crummy days. You don't want to base your whole view of life based on a crummy day. It's not what it's talking about. It's talking about a higher level of truth. And we see this higher level of truth in life. It's fascinating to me how universal it is. You know, we just, we see it again and again and again. So what do I mean by that? What's an example? Well, here's one that I've been thinking a lot about you know, as it comes out of last week's sermon. I use it a lot when I, when I do, when I work with people who are struggling. We all know that blame and defensiveness don't work. Go into any relationship and be totally convinced that your main agenda is to blame and to be defensive. Nothing good's going to happen. I can unequivocally say that. And there are a few things in life where we can say always. That might be one where we could say always. I don't know for sure. But but I can't picture a scenario where blame and defensiveness have ever served. And it's it's not just it's not just within us, but imagine a relationship. When relationships get stuck, that's what happens. Uh, blame and defensiveness over here meets blame and defensiveness over here. Each one is blaming the other. Each one is unable to take any responsibility. That's what defensiveness is all about. And, and so there's no, there's no prayer for, a, for anything moving forward at any time. It just, it just won't work. So what happens when we get in blame and defensiveness is that our egos, that dead part of our life, that part that's actually going to be washed away by the flood, hopefully, is that that dead part of us, it believes that, well, you know, blame and defensiveness isn't working. So it doesn't go like, well, maybe there's a plan B because that would be one of the higher angels of our nature. You know, our egos will tell us, well, that means we just have to be more angry, more upset. We have to blame more and be more defensive. And when people get in that loop of increasing blame and increasing defensiveness and just keep on doing that, do more blame, more defensive, more blame, more defensive, more blame, more defensive, that, whew, boy, that's that's no fun. Uh, you know, and those people who struggle with this, you know, will we'll find will find their circle increasingly small because it's hard to be around that. So, so I I would offer to all of us that that's that Noah piece. You know, it's the Noah piece that that knows that things like that just don't work. Um, and it's interesting. Again, all my years working with people, I bring something like that up. I will ask, how many times does that work for you? They will say zero. How many times do you anticipate that working in the future? They will say zero. That's the Noah part of them. Literally, it knows. Noah, Noah, I know it's a little like goofy play on words there, but that's the part that knows. And then there's another part that knows when we go to the higher angels of our nature, that there's other there's other roots and, and not always accessible to us. Like there are times, again, where, where we have to push away from relationships for, for reasons of safety. But if it's a relationship in which safety is present and we can continue to move forward, well, that idea of, I find it very powerful, you know, kind of flip into that idea of, yeah, how, how do we have gratitude and inquiry showing up? How do we have curiosity and gratitude? That wondering, how can we move forward? And that grateful for the gifts that your partner does bring to the, the relationship or whoever, whoever you're, you're thinking of as I say those words. So folks, like that's, that's the thought for today is to really honor that, that Noah part. There is part of you that truly knows stuff. I have never met anyone who, uh, and I can say this really unequivocally, I've never met anyone who doesn't have that, doesn't have some, some deep level of knowledge. Now, again, we get lost in all the ego stuff. We get lost in all this other junk, such as life, right? 
But let's have a weekend where we're starting to think about the higher self. And if you want a real specific task, just do the best you can to not come from blame and defensiveness with anything this weekend. Instead, think gratitude and curiosity. And, and if, if you get stuck even there, just stick with, I'm not going to blame other people and I'm not going to be defensive. If we just, because so much of so much of spiritual life, folks, little aside here, from a Christian New Church perspective, the good stuff is the default. The good stuff is our, our heritage, is our legacy, is our DNA. And what we need to do is stop doing the bad stuff, cease to do evil, learn to do well. When we cease to do evil, the good part will start to shine through and God will start start moving in your heart in ways that are, are more apparent to you. You know, God's always moving in our heart. These are just ways that are more apparent. So that's the thought for today, folks. No blame and defensiveness. And, and just remember to know what you know and to know what you know doesn't work and to know what you know that does work. And make sure you're always coming from the higher self when you do that. Not from the self that's out to, you know, I've seen this leverage too. Not from the self that's out to prove your partner wrong. You know, if you're like, well, I just, Pastor Chuck told me to know what I know and I know you're wrong. <laughs> then you got the, you got the incorrect lesson from today. We're talking higher angels of our nature who really know stuff, who know the, who know the ingredients that aren't going to work to make the soup and know what the ingredients are that will help to help to make the soup. Really think about how that looks for you in your life this weekend and have a great one. And, and again, closing thought here, folks, please feel free to leave a comment there, uh, you know, in terms of, of either reaction to, to what I just said, which is what most people do if you're joining us for the first time on, on our different platforms, or just, uh, yeah, this is something I'd love to hear you chat about, uh, you know, this Sunday. So we can start not, not prepping for it, but just start to get a, a broad framework. So with that, friends, let's get a little meditation, a little prayer, a little blessing, and then a little, little conversation here. So let's all get a big breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still, know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you home, and bring you peace. Amen. Want to give you folks all the very best. Wish you a great blame-free week, <laughs> weekend. And, and uh, yeah, maybe a little curiosity off on the side. Take care, dear friends. God bless. Bye-bye.